Well, welcome back to the Tuesday Mashup. I am Sean Newman, host of the Sean Newman Podcast, and I'm joined again by uh, Mr. Twos, Mr. Boxhead. If nobody's watching this, they don't get my my joke every week because literally you're remaining faceless. There's a box over my head. That's right. That's right. So thanks for- I'm in the witness protection program. Thanks for hopping back on Twos. Appreciate it. It, I love being here, man. This is, like I said last time, this is the highlight of my week. Week, so let's keep the streak going. What are we going to talk about this week, Sean? Well, hey, if you're if you're just tuning in, here's the idea. We got 11 topics, two minutes a piece. Some people get annoyed by that because we get running and we don't really say much at times, and that's that's fine. We have a lot of fun here, or at least we try to. So let's fire it yes. up here. We got we got 22 minutes on the clock. Clock is starting. Uh, when you hear the buzzer, you know it's all over. Oilers, Flames, buddy. What do you figure? Okay, well, yeah, it's interesting and stuff, but the biggest thing in sports that happened was the Sri Lanka-Bangladesh cricket match this week. Day five, session two, Bangladesh went 149-5 and five with 47 overs. This was an epic battle. Honestly, like, they had Litton Das in for some reason that nobody even understands. I mean, the guy has a strike rate, rate of 38.5, and he was caught and bowled after about a half dozen hurls. The guy only has three fours in the whole match. And then later on, Bangladesh was nine down in their second innings after they blocked a wicket, and Sri Lanka got their sixth out on the next batsman. This was absolutely insane. I wish I'd have been there. Here, I thought you were going to go for two minutes. You're going. Did you uh, ever think, did you ever notice that Preska, the two grapefruits, look like a butt? And there's even that little off-center butthole? I take it your butthole's a little hurt from, my from a favorite week of part, Oilers. Just my favorite in. part is when Nicolas Cage says, I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. Who are you most upset about on the Calgary Flames not showing up? Did I ever tell you about the time that I shit my pants on a date? Uh, There's nothing better than Calgary Flames Flames fans. You know what? Speaking of stuff that no one's cared about since 1991, Brian Adams has a new album out this year. It's called So Happy It Hurts. Coming soon to discount bins everywhere. True story. I know the guy who beat him in the Juno for breakout male star of the year in like 1980 or whatever it was. Oh, this is going to be a painful week when twos gets to start out talking about flames Oilers. Just like to point out, all you had to say was McDavid was a beast. Even your, your news anchor in one of the Calgary flame uh, Calgary stations said that you can do whatever you want. Unless Connor McDavid wants dude, to do it. Dude, too. The buzzer is gone. Just, the buzzer. I'm just saying respect the buzzer. Respect the buzzer. Next, next uh, topic there, too, is what, what do you got for us? Well, this one's interesting. So <clears throat> this is a Western Standard exclusive that we're going to be talking about here. MLAs say Brian Jean challenged caucus member to a fight. And the best part is who it was. Shane Getson and Brian Jean. <laughs> yeah, so apparently, well, go on. Well, I mean, I think I think this was a beautiful comment, right? I have no idea what happened on inside, but this is what Shane gets and says. Look, Brian, you got to stop talking because every time you open your mouth, you lose support. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, and then so- and then apparently Brian Gene <laughs> wanted to get up and fight him at that point, which is just hilarious. Like just well, I mean, one of the MLAs that they talked to under the um, you know, 
confidentiality said that they weren't really worried about what was going to happen because the two men were so old and out of shape. <laughs> like the article, I mean, like the fact that that happened is, you know, oh, you yeah. can tell what's happening on the inside of the UCP right now. Right. Like they're, 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 you know, people are, it's, it's a power struggle because everybody knows Kenny's out and now they're trying they're to going out. Lord of the flies. Yeah. <laughs> Challenge him to a duel. Like, and they just want to find out who's going to have the conch. Yeah, actually, you know what? That would be great. I like. Would you want to see fencing or pistols? Oh, pistols, hundred percent. Walk back, okay. turn around, spin, fire. Actually, I'd like to see a western duel where it's like you know, Doc Holiday, Amiel Huckleberry. That's what I'd like to see. Mm, that would be good. Okay, the new Top Gun Maverick is coming to theaters. I know this is like a hard right from what we just talked about. But, you know, as a kid growing up, I watched Top Gun. It was 1986 it came out. I watched it every single year until I was like 14 on my birthday. Fantastic movie. Tom Cruise, whatever you think of him, good, bad, doesn't matter. They spent 15 months trying to figure out how to play six cameras in the plane cockpits and another three months training actors to withstand the G-force of an F-18 uh, flight. So my question is, See, is, is, is... My question is, why did they just get smaller cameras? Like, seriously... So you can get these weird creepy guys who run our military who are going to hide cameras in the toilet seats all the time and we can't put six of them in an entire fucking jet. Can you believe they're paying the Navy 11 grand an hour to use the jets? 11 grand. Well, okay. I remember when True Lies came out like 92, they got to use the Harrier jet for free, but they had to pay for the fuel, which was something like a quarter of a million US back then per hour. And interesting story that is the Harrier jet that Hulk and Thor beat the hell out of in the first Avengers movie. Hmm. A little trivia for you there. I did not know that. But you Random my segue. Question. I hadn't you, even planned on saying are this. You, are you going to go to the new Top Gun? I'm not even sure if I'm allowed in movie theaters yet. You're allowed in movie Am theaters. Am I? Yes. I don't know. I just kind of started tuning things out. All I've ever gone to for the past however long has been Marvel movies. And Marvel has been an unmitigated disaster lately we should talk about disney plus later we will what unmitigated who you got 20 seconds what disaster what are we talking about here all the tv shows all the have you watched any of them uh, it's just been rampant sucking it's been it's been losing four games in a row kind of sucking It's Connor McDavid bending you over and letting you have it. I get, hey, it. I get it. Respect the buzzer. Respect the it buzzer. Depends what side of the, the, the side of the coin you're on because I was quite happy. Just saying. No more handguns. Big one that came out uh, today as we recorded this is no more handguns. Trudeau announced that. Uh, thoughts, twos. Okay. Well, believe it or not, the liberals are being fucking pricks about this. Okay. So you've got... Uh, so. Here's, it, it's the classic case of the liberals not giving anybody information because they say, oh, well, handguns are related to a significant percentage of crimes. And you say, OK, and it's the same question that everybody who has a firearms license has been asking for the longest time. How many of them are in legal possession of that person up to the point where they use it to commit a crime? Right. I mean, it was the first thing that people asked about the Nova Scotia massacre, and it took like six years, six months to get an answer about it. And so the argument that we keep making is that these crimes are made by people who didn't legally, they don't have the guns legally in the first place. So making it 
double or triple or quadruple illegal isn't going to solve anything, have harsher sentences, make it so that these people aren't willing to chance it, make the enforcement better so that this stuff actually doesn't happen rather than just trying to obfuscate and pass the buck. I mean, you don't want somebody just filibustering about random cricket matches. You want to have an honest conversation about what happens. Yeah, but our government doesn't do that. And actually, no. I'm starting to realize that politics isn't about that. I'm not voting for one way or another, but I am, yeah. I am hearing you uh, loud and clear. It'd be nice to have the full story and then make an informed decision from that. Instead, they just kind of uh, meander around, you know, yelling at the top of their lungs, changing things and uh, trying to appease what they perceive to be the loudest crowd. Essentially. It's the same thing with doctoring the numbers with COVID statistics, and it's the same thing with employment numbers. Anytime, like, there's just there's no honest conversations to be had in that whole circle. How about uh, Sam Bankman Freed, ultra wealthy founder, crypto exchange FTX, uh, is going to put in a hundred million. He said on a podcast this week, a hundred million dollars in to- political donations for the upcoming 2024 election and could spend up okay, to so one, one I got to ask you about this. One billion if Trump were a factor. Okay, but in what way? Like, is he, if Trump's going in, he's going to give him a billion dollars worth of advertising or if Trump's going in, he's going to put a billion dollars against him? Actually, Because I, I have no idea I, who this person is. Actually, I didn't even look into how, where he's throwing the money. I just see the money and I learned, hey, Listen, my my perceive of reading this is what I learned with Paul Shu on a previous episode. There is no donation limit in the states to a political party. I think that mm-hmm. is absolutely crazy. And this is this is case in point. One person is going to give a political side a billion dollars. Mark Zuckerberg spent about two hundred million dollars in the last election. But right? but, but but oh, but we're so different in Canada because we have loopholes. Where you can form a you can form a pack that will spend as as much money as it wants to, but but as long as it's not the one person spending it, that's somehow okay. It's uh, it's very fine. You don't mind the fact that one person can donate a billion dollars? No, I think it's absolute bullshit. I just think we don't have room to really sit on our high horses about how uh, corrupt American politics is when all we do is. Just bang put one up extra on step involved to be like, oh, look, we're so much better. I don't think we are better. I'm just saying we're not. We That's a, what I'm saying. A billion dollars. Like, oh, man, the system is broken. It's it's all broken. Renovating. Tr- you want to talk about another thing? That's OK. Broken. How about this? Trudeau renovating his well, it's twelve million dollars and it's over budget <clears throat> and everything else. I, I Fire away. Okay, well, technically, it's not broken anymore because they spent $12 million fixing it. This is his country estate. This is his backup home. And part of that budget was to build a backup of the backup home so that he had some place to live while they were building his backup home, as opposed to his primary home at 24 Sussex, whatever. But, I mean, it was good enough for Stephen Harper, but as soon as he stepped in, he was just like, oh, you know, because he's just like, I don't know. Was there not enough garages for his classic cars? You know, two, or you know, you know, Tuesday, If one day me and you are just both missing, chances are Trudeau heard this and he just he decided to pull us off because at the end of the day, I can't. I'm I'm waiting to hear one day where me and you say a good thing. Like, see ya, Trudeau. Hope you never get back in office or something along that lines. Because every time he touches anything, 
I just think this guy's it a turns to shit. Just prick. He's yeah. got the Midas shit touch. S- yeah. Shit touch. Yep. Like literally. But, yeah. Like this was only supposed to be $8.6 million. And then it goes almost 50% over budget, which is just classic government. Right. I mean, it's always way over budget. Because because the contracts are always cost plus, so it, it's it's in the developers. Let me, let me get this straight. You want a backup post for the backup post? That is correct. And you want us to build that? That is correct. I love working for you. Could you please give me an extra four million dollars? Absolutely, it's not my money, anyways. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, we built a statue of your dad. Oh, could we put a statue of my dad in there? That'd be great. Yes, that'll be an extra million. That's perfect. I would love Tell that. you what, why don't you round it up to an even six? <laughs> okay, so super pigs. And we're not talking about the pigs at the trough in politics. This is actual escaped wildlife here. Without intervention, super pigs could soon invade Alberta cities, researcher warns. I tell you what. Um, out here in rural Western Canada, we know about the wild boars. I, I, I the fact that yeah. them super pigs is, is whatever, like wild boars, they're, they're no joke. I find it. Can you imagine if you go to the city, you go into Edmonton or Saskatoon, that's what it's saying is inevitable. The fact that Saskatoon has yep. trail cams up right now watching for this because they go, it's not, it's not if it's when this happens. I'm like, Oh wow. Wow. Can you imagine going to the city for a day? And all of a sudden, there's wild boars running around. The city folk aren't going to know what to do with themselves. And right now, I think it's, I, I find it almost amazing they can talk about exterminating a population of an animal in an article when we're so like, like you can't touch an animal. Don't do anything wrong to an animal. When it comes to this, we're you can't have a gun to do it with. That's right. We're going to do it with freaking uh, soap and uh, water balloons. We're just going to mop them up and it's going to be fine. Yeah, we're going to make crossbows out of, I don't know, old pieces of leather. Like, what what are we going to be able to use for weapons here? Everything's illegal. And then it actually said in the article that no one's claimed any of the bounties on them. That's because well, they yeah. got nothing to use. Like, give us a few AR-15s. We'll take care of it. Let us, let us, we'll all be carrying handguns by the end of this. It'll be War of the Pigs in Edmonton and Saskatoon. Nobody will want to go in there. They'll be just getting run over by these things. Like, these things are no joke. Even oh, yeah, the, they're absolutely like you don't want to be caught out around these these little buggers. They'll run you over and they're big animals. Well, they're huge. Like, that's why boar spears, when they used to, you know, use spears to to battle them, it was the three prongs that went outwards so that it kind of just sort of stopped them and they couldn't go up the spear. All right. <laughs> um, public service is largest employer and none of it with 29% of residents working for the government. Yeah, which is just, okay, it's, our government has been getting more and more bloated, and the, well, I mean, one of the many problems with it is just the disconnect between the people who just have a guaranteed paycheck for results or not. It's just a a cash cow that creates more far-left voters. Uh, There's this guy, Kirk Lubinov, on Twitter, who put some statistics up uh, that said in 2016, Canada had 123,000 physicians, and in 2021, they had 108,745. So they're down almost 15,000 physicians. And in that time, the healthcare employment grew by over 130,000. So we just keep and, getting 130,000. Like think extra of, people accomplishing think the, nothing. Accomplishing nothing. Like right? think of that. 130. And I, 
uh, in the 130,000, I shouldn't say accomplishing nothing. There's going to be good people in there. I'll say accomplishing nothing. There's going to be people like I I would be curious to know what the 130,000 entails. Like, are you just talking assistance of the assistant of the assistant? Are you talking actual people doing a job that is useful? I'm going to go with the assistance to the assistance to the assistance. The other thing about it is that the more public sector. So you're saying you could cut 130,000 jobs? In healthcare, yeah. I would cut all of them. <laughs> uh, we're not, we're not, uh, we're not picking up any healthcare listeners, are we, Tooth? I'm not. I've got nothing good to. Yeah. Oh, I got good things to say about healthcare. Don't get me fired up on that. Don't get me fired up on that. <laughs> we're gonna have this out one day. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Healthcare. Is there, is there things that are, are, are wrong in our healthcare system? Certainly. Certainly. Mm. There's things wrong in pretty much everything we got going on in society right now. But in healthcare, we do have a lot of great people. And me specifically, they saved my youngest kid's life. So, I mean, all the bad that comes with it, there is some good. There are some things that have happened that I look at and go like, well, no, that you, you can't take, you can't just look at all the bad. You got you to gotta pay attention to some of the good too. Yeah, they killed my mom. Not a word of a lie. But moving on to the next thing. So Trudeau. So we both have very personal stories that Jada's- on the exact opposite. Yep. Fair enough. Okay. Okay. Moving on. Yes. So yeah, Trudeau is getting heckled at an indigenous um, event, and it gets ignored in the media. And when imagine um, being the leader of a country, mm-hmm. and everywhere you go, they hate you. Like, yeah. and, they, and they can try and put this off as a race motivated and all those lovely things the media does. But we're seeing all colors and creeds starting to come out now, like all across the board. You suck. Get we're, out of here. We don't <laughs> want you. I, I just I guess I, I enjoy being around people too much, too. I don't know if I can handle that much hate. And that is what's happened across this entire country. Anywhere they go. And that isn't just yep. Trudeau now, it's Singh. Like Singh's the latest one to just be getting absolutely hammered everywhere. But I mean, he did sign on to Trudeau and basically like, yeah, we're aligned to 2025. So now everybody's like, well, you're just as bad as Trudeau then because you're not even holding our government accountable. Yeah, I mean, he's saying one thing and doing another constantly. And it's interesting that I don't know any, I don't know anybody on the conservative side of things that cares enough about Jagmeet Singh to show up to something. He didn't protest him. I feel like it's all his former supporters who have said you're being a dick, right? So, so Trudeau canceled um, an event in Surrey, which he was also there for a thousand dollar a plate fundraiser for the liberal party, but he canceled the, the liberal thing, uh, the government thing, because supposedly they heard some racist slurs there, but it was never verified. And then Singh gets attacked in Brampton um, or Peterborough by uh, a bunch of people that were white. But then when he gets um, similarly accosted by a, a group of Sikh people, it gets ignored in the media. And then when Trudeau at, at the uh, at the indigenous uh, event gets heckled, it doesn't get covered either. It, it's just this selective editing of our ongoing history that's just driving me crazy. Yeah, I, I hear you. It's Trudeau and Singh, man, like everywhere they go in the world seeing it. 
Here's yep. one for you. The Edmonton Bridge is going to be lit up, or it is lit up red, for Menstrual Health Day. How's two okay. feeling about a red bridge for menstrual Edmund- health? Okay, Edmonton's an interesting place. It got founded on the North Saskatchewan River, and then there's a bridge going over top of it that they're going to light up red for menstrual health awareness. They should have done the river. Lit up Lit- the river it, up yeah. red. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like, they could have a meeting about it beforehand. It could be a pre-menstrual health awareness meeting, Right. And also, do we even fucking need a menstrual health awareness day? Trust me, we all know it happens. It doesn't get by any of us. <sighs> let's go on to some. <laughs> let's go on to fun, some fun topics at the end here. Um, do you want to talk about the piece of wood? Let's start. With, let's start with the piece of wood. Yeah. Okay. Beautiful story. This guy named Deacon Blues on Twitter. It's it's not something we've been able to verify, but we don't have a huge fact checking department here at the Tuesday Mashup. <laughs> but he tweeted. He said, "Breaking news today. I used a piece of wood that I kept in my garage since 2006 in case I might need it. I just love it because we've all got those few scraps of wood. We've all got that box full of cables. We've we've got the the cheese whiz jars full of screws and nuts and bolts and odd nails and things like that. And, you know, we're always here. I'm like, well, why are you keeping that? You should throw that out. Whatever else. Nope. Every once in a while, they come in goddamn handy. I think uh, it's a win. My for, grandfather, I think it's a win for men the worldwide. I renovated my grandfather's house in like 2012. And I went into the old uh, shop there that had a dilapidated roof. And like you realize them bolts have been sitting there for an easy 70 years. And mm-hmm. I still use those. And I'm like, what was he keeping half these things for? And then I come rolling in and I'm like, oh, I, but I could, but I could use one of those. Yep. You know? yep. So I find the story brings a smile on my face because we all got those odds and ends in the garage where you're like, why are you keeping that? I don't know. I just got this gut feeling like I'm going to need it one day. And when yeah. that day comes, I'm going to have it. I'm like, I told you so. <laughs> I told you so. And if I don't use it, my grandkids will. <laughs> That's right. Final one Netflix. First Disney showdown. This is a nice little, uh, uh, they got um, Obi-Wan Kenobi and Stranger Things. Stranger Things on Netflix, Obi-Wan Kenobi on uh, Disney. Yeah. Where's, where's Two's leaning? Have you even watched Stranger Things? I, I'd be, I'm curious if, if you are a Stranger Things guy, to be honest. I got, I got partway into season two and then just never got around to finishing it, but not because I didn't like it. Just, you know how it is when life gets away on you with things. Same thing with Ozark. I thought that was a great show that I just never got around to watching all of. Right. Uh, I think Disney Plus has been a huge disappointment, not just with the Marvel things, Ooh. but The Mandalorian sucked. What? It was just predictable and contrived. Like you just watch you you watch it and you're like, okay, well, there's going to be this bullshit cliche. There's going to be that bullshit cliche. But that's what you get when you hire John Favreau to headline something. So and then and then Gina Carano gets fired off of it, even though she was absolutely wonderful. And I mean the the sequel trilogy was just bullshit after bullshit after bullshit. Well, me and my children enjoy the Mandalorian. Very much so. Grogu. Well, well they up. like it because they're small kids. That's right. And I like it. They haven't, they haven't seen those. They haven't seen those movie tropes a hundred times in other shows. It's just, it's just a replay of cliches with lightsabers thrown in. I tell you what, good lightsaber goes a long way. I think uh, Mandalorian was quite well. 
And that still hasn't answered my fucking question, which is, are you doing Obi-Wan or Stranger Things? You haven't watched the end of Stranger Things, which I agree with you. I also got started in the second season. I, I don't know if I just it's like, ah, whatever. Because I haven't I haven't literally picked up an episode since then, which and I'm the same with Ozark, although I will say this at some point I will finish Ozark because I think, mm -hmm. you know, I have I just haven't finished the last season. But when it comes watch to Obi-Wan it. Kenobi, I'm going to I'm going to watch that. That's going to yeah, be my spoiler go here, alert. Here spoiler alert. Gonna he's going to live here, here. Here's the thing. I I thought this was going to be the happy moment. Instead, we're going to argue Star Wars and leave on this moment where we're both kind of like, oh, fuck you. You don't even like Obi-Wan Kenobi. That's oh, it's oh I like Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, I just think that Disney, I think, well, I mean, he's going to live. I, I'm just saying that Disney Plus has been a disappointment. The best thing on Disney Disney Plus, the three musketeers with Kiefer Sutherland and, and Charlie Sheen and that other guy. Half of movies are predictable. What are you talking about? Half of, you want the good guy to live. Nobody wants to see no. a good guy die. Did you ever watch Game of Thrones? Did yes. you ever read Game of Thrones? I know you have. The yeah. good guys really don't come out ahead. Yeah, well, Sean Bean sure didn't come out ahead. <laughs> that guy has a terrible, terrible history of movies. You know, Lord of the Rings, gone. Freaking Game of Thrones, gone. Like, hmm. Anyways, as yeah, always. Well, then it gets predictable, and it's just a Boromir after that. After this... Okay. Anyways, I can keep twos rolling all night long. <laughs> Thank you for another Tuesday mashup. Uh, I feel like we're uh, learning things about each other that we didn't know before. And I hope our uh, audiences are enjoying it. I certainly enjoy this. And we will catch up to you this next. This is good. Tuesday. It's it's funny. As many times as I've been on your show, yeah, I think this is kind of bringing out... It, it, it throws different stuff at you. I think so. I hope so. No. Anyways, go Oilers. Hey, they're, they're, they're still playing. Hey, Sri Lanka and Bangladesh. <laughs>